following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. It is time for another edition of Mix Shots. It's a Wednesday edition, and that means it's the start of Carolina Panthers Week here That's inside right, the SWBC Mortgage Studio at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And there are there's football stuff on the football practice field here. So what does that mean for our football team? That's supposed to be out there, right? It's football stuff on the football practice field, Bill. Um, they did a walkthrough this morning, and then the players did their uh, daily uh, interviews outside our little studio here, as a matter of fact, out on the, on the pathway. Uh, they may be going back out there again. Um, have two days in walkthroughs because he wanted to keep the guys off their feet. So uh, I saw the guy with the little cart that has the helmets. And yeah, he was, he was going that away. He, he was going. He was going away from the locker room. So. I saw the cart with the helmets. It is stationed at about the forty-yard line oh, on the near side. Time, the well, then yeah. maybe we there do. are jugs machines yes. also lined up there, and the and the uh, little uh, high-rise. What do you call it? Elevated camera. That's yeah. on, it's on the boat trailer. It's still out there, by the way. That's what it is. It was a sawed-off boat trailer. The guy who invented this thing uh, put the, the, the mechanisms, the computer, the screen and everything. The, guy, the, the lady now sits there, and then the thing has like an, uh, my, a telescopic thing, and it goes up in the air. And it's at the what end of the are field. You talking still. About? It films practice. <laughs> it's the coach's film. You haven't said one word that makes any sense. For a, a telescopic? What are you talking telescopic. about? Telescopic. <laughs> yes. It's a camera. It's a that's camera. It, you guys it. haven't seen that? I have not. No. For real. You haven't? Yes, I have. You know have what I'm yes. talking about. Yeah. Bill's but it, but it's it's funnier to hear you describe. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard. Whatever that thing is. <laughs> if you if you haven't seen it before. Yeah. If I haven't seen it before, I cannot picture it. By the way you describe. Well, when we <laughs> when we take a break, we go, go look see out it. the there window. You go. All right. Okay? We'll do but I just get the feeling when I see that football stuff on the football practice field that football players might be out there shortly. I think you're probably. Probably for right. A football walkthrough of sorts. It'll be maybe at most a mini camp practice. Okay. And if they put the pads on, they normally put them on Thursday during yeah. the week. That's their one day. I don't. So know you come he, back from a win. You come back from a Monday night. Oh, you come back from a Monday night. That's, that's right. right. It's yes. Monday. Yes. So he's trying to get them ready for. There you go. Well, and you think about it. Uh, every game so far this season, they've had more than a normal week to prepare, except or, for this one, or except, less. Yeah. No, well, more up until now. This and is now the first time less. they've had. Well, less. they would have had less for the opener because everybody else had two weeks. 
Yeah, but that's my <laughs> They only had 10 they, days. They, no, they had, I'm they had about six months. Eight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they had eight months. Right. <laughs> Since their last game. I'm talking about after the last preseason. I, I, would, I would have to say that this, this is the shortest time. It yes. so definitely is. But yeah. even their previous weeks were not normal work weeks. There hasn't been a normal work no. week until next week. Next week when they take on yes. the New York football Giants. Okay, and I, I, like I, I said earlier before we came on the air, I hate those early games. You know, those noon games when you're at home. You know, it's, it's, I, I, some people like to get it over with, but I'm, I'm a late riser. And, and I'm late, late to go to bed. Oh, so you could sleep the noon I on a night game? I could sleep the noon on a night oh, game. God bless you. And, boy, I could stretch and I chill. bet you can't do that anymore. I can sleep, yeah. To noon? <laughs> yeah. No way. <laughs> if I had to. If I had to. You could, if you could force me. Yeah, I sure would be happy to. So the uh, inequity about this is the Cowboys are on six days and Carolina's on ten days because they mm-hmm. played on Thursday night football. And, see, that's some things logistically – that really, it, it, it's a factor. It's an X factor in any ball game. So here we are. We just came off a Monday night, but thank God we didn't have to travel. At least it was home, right? Yes, at home. So home and home. But you still have fewer days to prepare. Uh, emotional game, even though we blew them out. It's still very emotional. You know, Dax crying before the, the game. He said it was, it was sweat. sweat. Yeah, it was <laughs> sweat. Yeah, sweat. But the emotion was there. And I would imagine he was not the only one. I mean, you got to think about what Jordan was thinking. I mean, we're up here because we're, we're kind of emotionally invested in the in the quarterback. But, you know, Jarwin, is, he's been through this, too. This is his first game back. No one's making a big deal no about that. No one made that, a right? big deal about that at all. And, and you got to know on a personal level that he was probably feeling that emotion just like Dak was. Wonder, wonder if anybody will ask Tristan Hill that when he finally gets active. <laughs> he tore his ACL in the same yeah. game, right? There'll be one microphone there, just one yeah. microphone. That's it. <laughs> But that, that, that still, it's a personal thing that people have to go through. And Jarwin had played decent in that game. And so every time he caught a ball in that game, you would imagine he had to be feeling some kind of way because each time he catches it, as much as I talk about his blocking and, and lack thereof, he's getting the yards after the catch when he catches the ball. And these are on some big linebackers who are trying to bring him down. And he's pretty stubborn about it. So I'm liking his attitude as he comes back. All right, so as we get started on this week, uh, we'll start turning our attention towards the Carolina Panthers, who back, and I missed this on Monday because I was so wrapped up in the Cowboys taking on the Eagles that uh, they made a trade on Monday. Of course, they lost J.C. Horn, their cornerback, uh, and they lost Christian McCaffrey, who they've not put on IR, but he will not be playing on Sunday with a hamstring. Horn went on IR, but they acquired C.J. Henderson, former first-round draft pick cornerback, cornerback from the Jacksonville Jaguars traded tight end Dan Arnold away for him on Monday mm-hmm. and now I don't uh, CJ Henderson did not play last Thursday against Houston because he has got a groin injury and so I don't know if he's going to be ready to play this week or not supposedly yes yeah. But Stuff coming he back was, during he, the middle of the season. He, yeah. was, he was an unhappy camper. Right, that's exactly. Why that's why he was available. So we'll see about the groin injury. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. That's right. <laughs> it's a convenient groin injury. Now, he did only have 30 snaps uh, the week before. He, he started and played a full game in their opener, mm-hmm. in Jacksonville's opener, and then he came out, well, he only played 30 snaps. The, and who the did they trade week. with? Uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I saw. Detroit was trying to trade Jamie the Collins. The linebacker, yeah. Right. And What's going could, on with that? That guy, 
he's, he plays for Detroit, and he wants to go to a winner. Remember when he was in New England, and then they got rid of him, and somebody picked him up and lasted one year? Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. And then he went to Detroit. He was unhappy everywhere he's been, I think. Is he unhappy because he's getting beaten up or is, well, is he not think playing Dan well? Dan Campbell was unhappy because he wasn't making any tackles. Yeah, if you ain't making no plays, man. You, you know where he's going to wind up. At one of those teams that have Belichick coaches, <laughs> either at the Patriots well, Belichick, or the Dolphins. Belichick got rid of them because the he didn't want to pay them. Yeah. They, they had a dispute on the contract. Yeah, I can see that. So we don't have any more uh, Arnold to Dar- uh, Ar- Donald to Arnold. Darnold. That's right. That's right. It's a tongue twister now. <laughs> I can I – can, I can. oh, the other thing I noticed, so you mentioned their injuries, right, mm-hmm. or the trade. Uh, they're starting left tackle. Yes. Randy Gregory is Cam Irving. Mm-hmm. Wow. I-, I thought he was still here. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was, Mickey, out, of, I thought he was out of the league. Wow. And he is starting. He's, he's starting. Yep, he's, How's he been playing? Well, I don't know. Well, they're 3-0. Oh. I was going to say they're 3-0. Oh. He can't be screwing oh. up too bad. And offensively, uh-huh. they are balling. Donald's having a great year. I mean, he was injured all last year. How's their running game? I mean, well, even they, with McCaffrey, I don't, I don't they know. lost how. McCaffrey, so. Chuba Hubbard is the, the rookie Hubbard out of Oklahoma over. State, mm-hmm. is their lead back now. Uh, they have Royce Freeman also, and there's a couple of other guys so that they might played, get activated. Have they played a game without him yet, McCaffrey? No, he got hurt he on got Thursday. He got hurt Thursday night. No, he got yeah, hurt on Thursday. And, and Hubbard came in. Hubbard, Hubbard came hasn't in. played yet. Okay, here's the other yeah, thing. Well, Hubbard, Hubbard, Hubbard came in. Had 52 yards on 11 carries in that game. He wasn't Not all bad. that bad. Not yeah. bad at all. No, three ca- a, three catches for guy. 27. Yeah. All right. He's a runner. So here's what I didn't notice. So I pick up my NFL stats. They had the number one. They have the number one defense, mm-hmm. total yards. Mm-hmm. They're also number one against the run and the pass. Hmm. So I'm going, are they that good, or is it a product of who they played? Okay, let's hear their, their schedule. They played the Jets. They played New Orleans at home after the Saints lost half their coaching staff. Right. Uh, and then they played Houston. So the quarterbacks they played, the rookie uh, with the Jets. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. They play Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston without and, half the coaching staff. And then Houston did not have Tyrod Taylor in that game. Right. Davis Mills uh, right. started. So are they that good defensively or mm-hmm. product of who they played and when they played? Well, now here's the thing about playing against a, a soft schedule. If you do what you're supposed to do, then you really don't give any tails. I mean, if you beat like, – that's like us against Philly – we beat them the way we were supposed to beat them. But it's not that we played beneath ourselves. And, we did exactly what we were supposed and let, to do. Let's, let's do add that the Saints did beat the Packers 38-3 to in their first game. Yes. Yeah, but they had their they, coaching I, staff. Exactly. Yes, they did. But still – they and <laughs> and this that was the that and they were still practicing at TCU, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I understand you got to do what you're supposed to do. Total yards in three games, mm-hmm. 573. Offensively. Yeah. No, their defense. That's what they gave up. Wow. So that's 191 yards a game. 
Yeah, we so gave that somebody, up. Didn't we give that up in one? We give that up in, <laughs> in one half. <laughs> so. Yes. 14, 14 <laughs> points. He's like, come see, come say. That's what he wants. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 14 points, seven points, and nine points is what they've given up. Mm-hmm. So, so I, they're, I, beating, they're beating their opponents the way they're supposed to beat are their they, Are they going up against the steel curtain here or what? Doomsday? Or they haven't been challenged yet? So there's a reckoning coming. That's right. <laughs> now, having said all that, when yes. you look at their roster and their investment in defensive personnel, um, if J.C. now J.C. Horn is hurt, but they have six former first-round draft picks on their defense now mm. with the acquisition of C.J. Henderson. So, uh, and up front, one, and we're talking about not just first-round draft picks, but first half of the first-round draft picks, uh, starting with Derek Brown, defensive tackle, who is the seventh overall pick. Brian Burns, defensive end, who has three sacks this season, had nine sacks last year. He was the 16th overall pick. Uh, two years ago, Hassan Reddick has been a big pickup for them. He's got four and a half sacks. Uh, he was the 13th pick in the draft by Arizona four years ago. And Shaq Thompson, who was a late first-round pick and probably their best defensive player mm-hmm. um, at linebacker, who's been in the league now for seven years. He's good. Yeah. And they yeah. and they picked up A.J. Bowie, right? Yes, A.J. Bouye. Veteran Bouye. Yeah, he has not played yet, but it sounds like he might be – he's getting close to being ready to go. So he may be playing on Sunday. Oh, will Henderson take his place? Well, uh, Henderson, he's just getting worked into the mix. They don't – they got to – as you alluded to in Jacksonville, they got to figure out where C.J. Henderson's head is right yeah, now. Yeah, right. And, you know, and – uh, and and also if he's got a groin injury, whether he's physically able to, and and, he, and so listening to Matt Rule talk about him, uh, their expectation right now is just get him to fit in mm-hmm. with the group, you know. So, uh, but they lost Justin Burris, the starting safety too. Uh, not a couple of other, they've invested heavily in defensive players uh, since Matt Rule got there uh, last year. Uh, in fact. Their prime, their prime second round picks were also defensive players. Jeremy Chin starts at safety for them, and um, he's he's a big hybrid guy who can play in the box and is be a nickel linebacker as well. So is that why Justin Burris is listed third team at strong? Burris safety? is hurt. He's yeah. hurt. Yeah. So, so but they sound like their their, they, their formula sounds they, a lot like ours. Well, and they are fast. They they we talk about the Cowboys look like they were flying to the football the other night. Well, that's what the Panthers do. Mm-hmm. They they fly to the football. So now well, we see how much flying they do when you got Big Tyron in your face. Well, and that's the thing. Yeah. Maybe and we'll get into it more as the week goes on here. But uh, maybe. You know, the way the Cowboys have run the football the last couple of weeks, sort of imposing their will. That's right. Um, that's that's going to be interesting to see if they can. Who's going to be the most that. stubborn? Mm-hmm. That's what you want to find yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Their D line or our yeah. O line? How about the matchup of offensive coordinators here? Um, You've got a th- uh, Kellen Moore who turned 33 on July 5th, and Joe Brady, Joe Brady from who LSU, turned, right? Who turned 32 last Thursday. So we've we've it's actually be a circus found, on offense. We've, we've actually found an offensive coordinator younger than our offensive coordinator go up against. So they're giving up an average of 45 yards rushing a game. 
The reckoning is coming. The reckoning is coming. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see how Carolina attacks us as well. I mean, are they going to be like? Do to... they think they can play it straight? Mm-hmm. Right. We're good enough on our total defense. Yes. Stop your run and your pass without overloading to do either. Because they really have a conservative offense when you look at it. It just seems like Donald is managing. Uh, the offense. Well, and I think a lot of that is because their defense has been able there to control go. the games, and a lot of that has to do with who they've been playing against. I go. mean, the Jets and the Texans. and That means you know, the game plan the, come, came together well mm-hmm. in those three games. And when I, it doesn't come together well, mm-hmm. then you see how well we improvise. And Cowboys have been improvising for, what, three years? Because right. we always come out, do something stupid, and we have to improvise and, and, and overcome our own mistakes. But we we do overcome now, but we sometimes we don't hang on. I like to see how they improvise, you know, based on this new system, new quarterback, and when that heat comes on him, how's he gonna how's he gonna react? And a huge thing for them has been uh, not getting behind, staying ahead, That's and right. now they can pin their ears back with mm-hmm. their edge rushers who are really fast and can get to the quarterback, and so and that's what the Cowboys were this, able this to do against the Eagles game. the other day. This is they've got be a good game. They've got fourteen sacks. In so, three games. In three games. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the thing I like about our offense. We've done some stupid things, just a few stupid things, uh, like fumbling the ball in the end fumbling zone. the ball in the end zone one time. Tyron, you know, Tyron, he he, he whiffs a guy, right? And the guy gets in, he makes a play. Tyler Fackrell. That, that was in uh, that was a Charger, the Charger, Charger game. game. I mean, yeah. like where'd that come from? So, but what I like about us is we don't panic. And the mistakes we've been making, we have overcome. And I had to talk to you guys about these two busted plays. We, we can't, you know, it's no big deal uh, about the end of the half. You know, don't call the timeouts. But they had two weird plays. What was that, in the fourth quarter? Uh, we just... He kept trying to give it to, to Zeke, and Zeke wasn't wasn't yeah. looking for it. What was going on? They did let's, that two let's, times. Let's long. talk about that yeah. when we come back here on Mix Shots on a Wednesday at the Star. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing. The star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. 
Next, a counterclockwise lap around the roll. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back to mixed shots. Be the first to receive new offers, event info, and more when you sign up to receive text messages from the team. Text Cowboys to NFLDAL, that's 635325, to receive 10% off your next Pro Shop order. Message frequency may vary. Message and data rates may apply. That was pretty good. That was tricky, man. Was Cowboys a, app. Sounded like you were doing an uh, algebraic equation or something. I know. It was, it, that <laughs> a lot was, of numbers and stuff. That was a slow read. Well, it was very difficult. I don't blame your brother. Because <laughs> when I got to text Cowboys, it was text and it was all uppercase. <laughs> and then the next one for NFL Dal had a, a hyphen in between each letter. Oh, yeah. oh, so I yeah. was thinking, now, Cowboys, was I supposed to spell out uh, Cowboys? You did good, Spags. <laughs> and then they gave me the number on top of it. That, that was a lot of improvising. Yeah, SMS notifications. SMS notifications. SMS. Okay. All right. So, Everson, what was your question again? My question was about the two busted plays. I think it was at the beginning of the fourth quarter. I'm not sure. It was, yes, because they had moved uh, at the end of the third quarter. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. They had moved uh, to a first and ten, a first and ten at the 20. Mm hmm. To start the fourth quarter, was and, that the one and, we're and talking he, this about? This is this is where he he. I think he was doing a reverse pivot, uh, fake handoff, and and he reversed one way. Zeke was already gone on the other side of him. He yeah, was, he reversed to the right. Zeke was on his left, if I'm not mistaken. So the first play of the quarter, they hit Lamb for seven. Uh, Zeke runs for three, first down, and it's first and goal at the ten. Yes. And so they could not get a first down because the ball was right on the 10-yard mm -hmm. right? And I wrote down two and two, two tight ends, two running backs. Uh, and it, and it's – I wrote run <laughs> out like Dak ran the ball out, right? And then I saw there was no one there, and I said, oh, busted play, one yeah. yard. So they, they had two running backs, and yet there were no running no. backs when that <laughs> no turned one, No play. one was behind them. And I'm going, that was a hell of a fake, but who are you faking to? Yeah, they wanted to just kind of confuse the, li the, the lineman, I would imagine. Like, who was he faking to? Maybe we missed somebody. But and then he rolls out. He's, he's trying to improvise, still to the left, still looking for a player. And it looks like Zeke was like in no man's land. Right, he was kind of like in purgatory. And that's the one he ended up getting blasted. Getting blasted in the face. Because um, he, he kept wanting to throw it to, to Zeke, but, you know, he was he may have even gotten a loss if he Well, you know, he got it. sacked, but no yards. But he, you, you could tell that he kept yeah. wanting to throw it to right. Zeke. And then, bam, the guy comes and hits him. And then the third play <laughs> was third and goal at the nine. 
There was a dump off to Zeke for four yards, but there was offside, so then it ended up being third and goal at the... For some reason, it ended up third and goal at the seven. Mm -hmm. That's not like half the distance, is it? I don't know what happened with that. The sack, he lost three on the sack. Oh, that's what I... And so it was third and goal at the 12. At the 12, that's right. And then there was an offsides and then got to the The seven. seven. There we go. Okay. So third and goal at the seven. Dak ran for five to the two. And then they decided to go for it on fourth and goal at the two, mm-hmm. up 27 to 14. You kick the field goal, and you have a 16-point lead, but it's still just a two-possession game. And they decided with 11.26 to go in the fourth, we're going for the jugular here. Mm-hmm. The knockout punch, fourth and goal at the two, and he finds Cedric Wilson for the touchdown. On a scramble play. Right. Right, because yeah, he was time. trying to hit him in the back right time. corner of the end zone. He and, wasn't and, open, and, and he started CD to move. was open early and late. So, and, and he just didn't really, he just didn't see him. So, what was your thought when they went for it on fourth and goal? Oh yeah, two? because if they missed it, it's like, what are they doing? <laughs> what, they're, see, they're too aggressive, right? <laughs> so one time they're too conservative, one time they're too congressive. And, and I, I enjoyed that one because. You got confidence in your defense right now, anyway. You're going to give I mean, Jalen Hurts the ball at the two yard line yeah. if you, if you mean, fail. Oh, I was. I was you got have confidence in lead. your offense. Yeah. In my mind, I'm going. You go for it right yeah. here. That's yeah, you it. might as put, well put because there's away. a no lose situation the way the yeah. defense is playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And, and and here's my thing about that though. We talked about the the lack of timeouts at the end of the first half. And then we talk about these busted plays after. You know the momentum had swung. We, we were we had more momentum going into the into the red zone, and I, they just make me nervous sometimes when you come out with this. When you have a talented team like we have, and you make these bonehead mistakes, and and they could be they could turn out to be bonehead mistakes if the game is in a different situation. Mm-hmm. If we're closer, if there's one score down instead of two scores down. And I don't want to put ourselves into that position. Now, if we do that and I see that we are mature enough, we're different from last year to where okay, you know, we made a mistake, we'll get ourselves out of it on a consistent basis. That's great for me if you can do that. But I'm not happy for it if you haven't proven that you can overcome these mistakes. Uh, and you end up looking like uh, the 49ers last weekend uh, going against Aaron Rodgers. Okay. You know, they had another loose uh, possession. Uh, the Eagles drew within 27-14 in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. They had just scored. The Cowboys um, got a, ended up starting at the 25. Uh, they got a first and 10 at the 42, threw to Lamb for 15. So they're first and 10 at the Philadelphia 43, right? Mm-hmm. Dak keeps and slides down for minus one. Right. I think that was the call. Uh, I don't know why, but he's minus one. And now it's second 11 at the 44, and he throws a pass to Cedric Wilson, assuming Wilson was going to keep running, and Wilson stopped. Yeah. So it's incomplete. I saw. Yeah, that was that was weird. They went empty on the next third and eleven. They got a blitz, and he got sacked for minus seven. Okay. And on fourth and eighteen at the thirty-seven, their own thirty-seven, the punt almost got blocked. Yep. Mm-hmm. And had that happened. 
they're we're talking pick about it up a and whole different ball game. The and then touchdown. it's a 27 21 game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And see, these are the kind of lapses in concentration that, that kind of makes me nervous. And, you know, you can nitpick it, but when you're trying to be where we're trying to go, those, those little nitpicking moments, they can turn into catastrophes if you're not careful. And that was, that was like, Two possessions in a row in the in the third quarter. It was like, ugly. Two you, three and outs. They had you, two. Did you come out sleepwalking? Yeah, they, it was two three and outs back to back. And when you know that you have the potential that you have, and that's the thing about the Cowboys, it's the potential that we have that we have to to live up to. And so I think McCarthy feels that sometimes he knows he can do this, he knows he can do that, but what will actually work? And then they righted the ship, and that get to that possession you were talking about when they went for it on uh, fourth and goal, Bill, and they and they scored the touchdown, mm-hmm. and that kind of settled things down. But at that point, yeah. 27-14, things are dicey. So when you see 41-21, looks like a wipeout. It, it never is. But it really isn't, It right? never is. There's always certain moments in the ball game to where if this would have happened, if that punk block would have happened, you know, if we – uh, compound our two busted plays with something else. I mean, let's look what happened. In, in We were up 7 nothing. We get the ball back. All of a sudden, we're backed up. And why we want to call a play-action pass in the end zone, I don't know. Empty. Was it empty? And it, it, no it's one still, went, uh, that's even worse. Knowing the penetration ability of right. Hargrave. I don't understand that. And, and, well, what happened. And, and Dak has to understand, you can't hold on no, to that no, ball in once, that end zone. Once C.D. Lamb fell down. You got yeah. air merrill the ball. Yeah, he was he was waiting and Lamb was coming open and he slipped and fell. Well, he so he, he, he had ran, to re. He kind of ran a cute route. He was trying to lull the, the the defender to sleep because the defender had the inside position. I see. So he was trying to lull him, but that while you're lulling, <laughs> Dak is back there under yeah, pressure. Yeah, got to go. And he's looking at you. And then and he falls. Then he falls. Yeah. Okay, which takes us – let's go to the end of the first half because we haven't talked about uh, the lack of calling a timeout at the end of the first half. What did you think at the time when they did not use the timeout? Well, everybody pointed it out, but, but, but McCarthy, right away, they, you know, the, the commentators were like, okay, you need to call a timeout. I mean, it's just standard stuff, Bill. I mean, mm-hmm. it's standard stuff, and you kind of wonder – there are times when coach kind of looks a little witless on the sidelines. He's like, and, and he was standing there waiting to, to see if he if they were going to go for it on fourth, fourth down, if I'm not mistaken. Well, there's a okay. There's a two minute warning. Mm-hmm. They face second and uh, 31 at the two minute warning. Mm-hmm. They completed a pass for seven yards. Now it's third and 24. Mm-hmm. And um, don't they throw the Sanders? And then they threw to Sanders. He went for 19 yards. Pass. That's when they did screen not pass. call the timeout. Right. Okay. So on third and 24, and so the clock winds all the way down, and they got it to within to the 49 yard line, and they didn't call timeout again. When and, it's when it's second and 31, right. then you got to think, hey, we're going to hold these guys. So that's really when you call your timeout. Well, but, a, but that was a two minute warning. There was a that was a two minute warning. After there was, right. a, there was a minute 55 left. Right. And so after that, a- after they passed to, it was third and 24, right? Third and twenty-four at the thirty-two, mm-hmm. and the snap came off at one ten. There you go. So they were at the. So they could have called timeout at one fifty. They were at one fifty-five. Yeah, because they, they were at the the one fifty. And and Philadelphia was at their own thirty-two yard line, facing third and twenty-four. I mean, you got to think you're going to stop them. 
So you you just you just you call that. You have to call that. Okay, and then they punt. And then his thinking, the way he explained it, was that we were going to get the ball backed up anyway. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're leading. You already made a mistake back there mm-hmm. the first place. Uh, and he thought, I think in his mind, he was thinking, okay, we got control of this game. Mm-hmm. Let's not do anything to screw it and up. And I believe right. that is what he said. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. he said, and I just decided I was very comfortable mm-hmm. going into halftime, see, winning 20-7. Mm-hmm. to seven, And they had not scored an offensive touchdown right. yet. And see, Let's say and you're playing against somebody different, though. Exactly. Well, see, that's my point. Yes, all. That's, if there's that's, another that's quarterback my point that on threatens this you. Is, and I don't remember if it was Greasy or Riddick, whoever on the ESPN broadcast. Well, you got to call timeout. you got to call timeout. That's what both of them were saying. Both of them. But, what, but what you need to do, I believe, as an analyst, when they don't call timeout, is you need to explain this is why the coach is not calling a timeout right now. This could be what he's thinking. This could be what he's thinking right now. Well, everybody's on the same bandwagon. Wagon. And they're that, smart enough to know that. Yeah, it, we don't. But they're on the same bandwagon. Now. We don't so automatically assume they're pushing a certain narrative. And, and this isn't for this coach or for Garrett or for any coach in the league. They know what they're doing. Okay, they are making the conscious decision not to call the timeout. They have a reason, and there's people in their headset telling them. How about a timeout here? It's not like they're forgetting to call a timeout that we got timeouts left. And that's what it makes it sound like a lot of times on the broadcast when an and analyst or coach to be opinionated, you know. But I think that they also, when they see that, okay, he made a different decision, they need to explain why they're making that decision. And I think the reason that he made that decision, just as Mickey pointed out, is you're playing against a Philadelphia team that hasn't moved the football against you at all. They're getting the ball to start the second second half you're going to you're going to receive the ball on a punt at Heck, you may try to block the punt at the 50-yard line. That's what you did the, the previous week. <laughs> <laughs> and you, and you, you wanted it, you got it, right. your fans. Right. So anyway, but, it, but the way I look at it is the one thing that you do not want to happen before the end of that half is give the Eagles an easy touchdown, a miscue, something like that. It wasn't like – I mean, on the previous possession, I believe um, – it was a three and out for the Cowboys, and and on the first possession of the second half, there was a sack or maybe even two pressures there. Right. All right. <clears throat> That's the only way Philadelphia is going to get back in this game is if you give them an easy touchdown at the end of the half. That's yeah, a conservative approach, but I think in this case, I didn't have a problem with the, with what they decided to do because of the opponent. Now, and if they're playing Tampa Bay, if they're playing any team that can move the football themselves, we need to I score as much keep, as possible. You need as aggressive as possible. Exactly. exactly. Right. And right. here's and here's what his knowledge was. At that point, Philadelphia had 121 total yards in two quarters. They were 0 for 4 on third downs. They only had the ball for nine minutes and 39 seconds out of 40. Right. So he's thinking at that point we haven't given up a touchdown. Out of thirty, yeah, and they haven't they've shut them out defensively. Yeah. So he's thinking, why take a chance? We got control of this game, and and that's what went through his mind. And I guarantee you, what happened with those guys is they could not wait to jump on the fact about the previous game when the clock ran down and they had to call. Well, now now, and it's like here we go again. They they don't know how to run the clock. They don't know how to time manage. Here's what we need to know right now is his reputation is out there 
right now in this regard, that the Cowboy players are going to win in spite of him. That's what they've all See, they've it, all been thinking. That's the narrative right now. It's, I always think I always say this: when Dennis Rodman played, if Dennis Rodman did anything halfway stupid, he's going to get a tech or he's going to get tossed out the game. You do that for say Curry. If Curry does that or Michael Jordan does that, oh, he's going to get the benefit of the doubt. He'll smile. Yeah, <laughs> right. he's right. going to get the benefit of the doubt because he is not Dennis Rodman. They are both not Dennis Rodman, Jordan or Curry. In regards to their antics. Mm. So they're going to get the benefit of the doubt. McCarthy is not going to get the benefit of the doubt right. anytime this year, guys. Because right now, they're looking at how well the Cowboys' offense is playing. They're looking at Dan Quinn and how he's coming in and making the change. They are already saying that the Cowboys' head coach is probably the dumbest one in the room. Because he doesn't That's know right. how to manage the clock. That's what they're saying. And whether it's this case, it happens every week in this league where an they're analyst or somebody says something like that, and that becomes the narrative for the for the rest of the week. Or there's a shot of a player missing a tackle. Oh, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he may have played a great game otherwise, but he missed. He whiffed on that one, and they replay it five yeah, times. That's all you and see. And that becomes the Trust narrative. Trust me, I've been there, Bill. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. And that's why I say it's the job of the analyst to explain why they did. They made the different decision, and because I don't want. I'm, I know I'm going to hear from my brother-in-law at Thanksgiving that he doesn't. <laughs> you know, he doesn't even know how many timeouts he's got. He has no idea how to use timeouts. There's, there's something every game, right? Has been built, you know. You, you want me to give you a great example of a real example of what you were talking about? Uh, I'm covering a Clemson North Carolina basketball game, and it's in Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. And Dean Smith is giving this rookie ACC official hell yeah right and he calls a technical on him well dean smith's like this guy won't call another one on me right i got the reputation he called the second one and tosses <laughs> dean smith <laughs> out of home game. <laughs> and i guarantee you that was in his mind it's like okay this young guy he ain't got the nerve that's to throw right. me that's out. right and he asked for it's it a, it's all about perception and after the game post game he apologized mm-hmm. he goes i was wrong i should have kept my mouth shut all right one more thing we gotta take a break <laughs> the other thing that i liked about not calling the timeout and playing it very conservative right there I think it's the first time we've seen this coaching staff play it conservative in any situation. Right. They have been so overly aggressive, <laughs> going, you know, whether it's fake punts or whatever. And I think it tells me something that they really like this team, that they think that this they don't have to trick it up and and they've got games under they've control. They've got See, coaches anyway. on the field. Right. They have and, coaches on right. the field, Bill. That's, that's why they feel confident. And that's what happened in the game with the fake punt. Right, they were they were losing momentum against Washington, and he realized we don't do something. Well, I don't know if he realized it. Maybe Fossil thought it. (laughs) If we don't do something to jumpstart this thing right away, we're we're getting beat, Mm -hmm. and they got beat anyway. All right, we continue with more mix shots in a moment. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? 
Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back, back to mixed shots. Now let's get back to mixed shots. Download the official <laughs> app of the Dallas Cowboys to get access to in-market game broadcasts, mobile tickets, daily podcasts, live pre-game and post-game shows, game updates, and more. Download in the app or Google Play stores. Did it say that at the beginning, or did you just add that? I, think I added that. Yeah. I oh, yeah. It was wow. a good transition from yeah, the I dude think, uh, saying whatever he <laughs> said. It was a little monotonous there, Bags. There was, <laughs> was an echo effect. Yeah. yeah. All right. We just have like four minutes left in this How'd edition we do that? of Mixed Shots. Well, that's because yeah. those guys went five minutes long. They sure did. We almost broke in on <laughs> But you started on time. <laughs> I was trying to slip no, that by. Yeah, Come yeah, on, I, Chris. I, yeah. they, they were still jerks, though. Hey. Yeah. Ever since you see Richard Sherman is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer? Yes. Uh, that is a good call. Mm-hmm. I really think that. That is a good call. Because their defense right now, pass defense, they might have the worst pass defense in the NFL right now. Well, they had to go up against the Cowboys. And, uh, God, they went uh, the Falcons? And then the Rams. <laughs> the Falcons? They gave it up against the Falcons. Yeah, they Come did on. give up 25 points against the, yeah, Falcons. Against the Falcons. Let's see where they're ranked. And let's see where we're ranked because I'm looking here right now. We might be. We're the only team ranked above Tampa Bay. In, oh, is that right? Pass defense. defense. They're 32nd, and the Cowboys are 31st. Right, but where are we ranked but, in takeaways? That's right, baby. We are number one. Well, they'll be number one there. We are, so I'm, I'm looking at 1981, then looking at 2021. Boy, that's some good stuff right there, baby. Those uh, DBs looking like Thurman Steve. The what are we going to call them? We got to come up with a name for them. Trayvons. Yeah, no, digs, Tra- digs, digs, dudes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I can dig it. Uh, Cowboys have And you eight. got to dig a zoo. You got digs and a dig That's a zoo. Right. Uh, you got you to go secondary. Uh, no, leave him out there. You got to go secondary. Uh, the Cowboys have eight takeaways. New Orleans has seven. Cowboys and New Orleans are tied for net differential at plus five. Not bad. Not bad Considering where they began the first Well, you got the whole Cowboys. You got the Cowboys numbers there? 
for uh, overall defense and where they rank. Pass defense. Yeah. Defense. Hang on a second. And by the way, um, 81, we were not them as Steve's yet. So. Right. Uh, they're <laughs> tied for 26th in total defense, but they're sixth against the run. 31st against and the And see, and the whole total defense thing, that's, that's yards. And, right. you know, just like Jalen Hurts had 300-something yards passing yeah, in that yeah, game. Yeah, like 300-something yards. And so that makes Cowboys 26th in total defense, you mm-hmm. know, when you're you're way ahead in a game. And so – But it also makes you number one in takeaways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're going right. to be waiting on it. Uh-huh. You're going to be waiting on it. That's right. So – but when it comes to points per game – well, the Cowboys are 13th, and that's starting off with giving up 31. Mm-hmm. So now it's 17, 17 and uh, 21. I mm-hmm. think our most our best and magic for defense it's 14. So it's 17. And I'm 14. just saying I, 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 the best magic performance I've seen is is against the Chargers, give up all those yards passing and only give up what 17 points. Takeaways mm-hmm. and them making. Having two touchdowns taken off mm-hmm. the board because of penalties, mm-hmm. and one was an illegal shift. Yeah, I saw it. It was stupid. It had nothing to do with the play. And that's on him. That's the, he's the dummy, right? I mean, why would you even move? <laughs> and you, the referee's looking right at you. <laughs> you know, and the Cowboys got one in this past game. It was on. It was on Cooper. Uh, Cooper. Yeah. He was in motion, and he kind of stopped. And he turned, but when he turned, his feet were still going. That's what the guy did. He moved his feet for some reason. And they're going to call that? They are going to call it. They weren't going anywhere. It was but like, he moved. He moved his he feet. He moved his got, feet. Can you look up uh, penalties? Are you, do, you have, do you have defensive? Um, I don't think they. Like the opposition penalties. I don't think they have. So well, you think we might be leading the league? Yeah. And the, the opponent, the Cowboys. Um, Drew, uh, the, opponents, the, drawn, play, the Cowboys uh, opponents. Drawn. The Cowboys opponents have drawn 36 penalties to 20 for Dallas. I don't know where 36 ranks in the league, but it's got to be way up there. Well, that's because we were hunting Hurts uh, down. Yeah, they don't. The entire game, uh, especially mm-hmm. the second half. I mean, not his fault. I mean, his, his linemen were holding all the time. The charges were horrible. Their offensive line reminds me of the Raiders back in the Al Davis days. The Chargers? Yes, the okay. Chargers penalties in the hole oh, yeah, that they right. had in their in our game. In our game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see anything. And and the hurt with, with the Eagles, I mean they oh, they call so many flags on, on the Eagles. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it's been a trend all season. I mm-hmm. think they lead the league in penalties. The Eagles do. I'm, I think the Chargers have uh, made, they made some dumb plays against the Chiefs as well, but they overcame them as opposed to they couldn't do it against us. But the Chargers made some dumb plays against the Chiefs as well, penalties that should have killed their drive. But Justin uh, Herbert, he was on it this time. He was on it. No interceptions in the end zone. And just to give you an idea, the, the Eagles have been called for 35 penalties, which I believe is like tops in the league, and Cowboys opponents have been called for 36. So wow. that gives you an idea of where they rank there. So i got to say that Jalen Hurts is uh, – he's, he's not doing that great, but he ain't doing that bad either, considering all that crap he just said. <laughs> he got all the penalties against them. Right. And right. he still had three other stuff to yard. Well, great – that touchdown pass at the end. Yeah, oh that my was a God. great – what you the know, heck? You know, that, and that's the thing. He he looks the part. He and he throws a great ball. He and he, you know, you watch a workout from him, and he he looks terrific. He you would 
you would pick him to start for Alabama over Tua, which is what Nick Saban did uh, back uh, when he was in at Alabama. But then he but comes there, out there and there throws decisions. that pass against the against Brown. Yeah, and part of it horrible pass uh, to and Brown just. That's part the of it, he's ever made. I think it can be worked out of him where it's it's just he gets a little too greedy sometimes on things, you know. But it was an underthrown ball that he yeah, had. Yeah, underthrown ball, yeah. not even close. Right, and, then, even and close. he was never open. He was way. never right. open. He could have right. easily just thrown it to the to the side of the end zone, down the side of the end zone. And the Cowboys that one touchdown, I think it was the last, maybe the last second. That was the last, the last one. touchdown. No, the Cowboys last. Okay, one. they. They ended up with two holding plays. I think it was that possession. Two hold. It was a 65-yard drive that they had two holding plays, made it 85 yards. Mm-hmm. And not only do you get penalized the hold, but you get penalized the yards you also had gained. And they still they still drove and they it still down. drove for a yeah. touchdown. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those usually when that and happens see, now, in here's a possession, what I don't, and that's the kind of stuff you don't want. If you're in Philadelphia, it's a different game. You don't get as many penalties called on you. You might still, and you you're going to have more mistakes on your end, and so you just don't want to let that those those X factors get involved when you've got in a, a game like when that. you've got a good team, you got a good offense, and they better be a good team when they play that. That's what I'm yeah. saying, Bill. Yeah. You got to be a good team. Mm-hmm. Show me you're a good team, not that you're, team. I want to see so if this the team. Can 2016 be a good team. Cowboys. That started every game with a touchdown drive. And remember the game in Green Bay at the end of the half, and they start at their own five-yard line, and Dak leads them on a touchdown drive. I mean, they overcame adversity. When you've got a good team that can run the football or throw it, then you can overcome that stuff. Green Bay Bay playoff game, Mm. that was amazing. Yeah. So, all right. And you you know, speaking of Green Bay and playoff games – I can't remember if I told you guys this yesterday or not. Des Bryant came into the into the uh, press conference room after the game. McCarthy was just walking up to the podium, and he yells out, "Hey, coach! It, it was still a catch." <laughs> <laughs> and he's right, damn it! Yeah, right. It was a catch. <laughs> I would be mad too. McCarthy busted. Hey, out. hooray for Des! Mac- I would be mad too. McCarthy man. busted out laughing. He goes, yeah, it's a catch. It's a catch. <laughs> it's a catch. Man, I almost hit my head on the ceiling fan when he made that catch. Oh my goodness! I never get that. All right, that does it for Mick Shots for a Wednesday. We will see you again tomorrow at 1.30. Go Cowboys! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!